going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Welcome, 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 guys, to the inaugural Bar Bar Boys Debates at the Bar. So this is a new segment for us um, at Bar Bar Podcast of where we're going to start delving into different lists and different debates out, um, which are common in, in the football world. So what better debate to start off with than the top 10 greatest Premier League players? So we've done something similar before where we've discussed the best um, strikers in Premier League history and that did really well. So why not just continue that with the top 10 midfielders? So just introducing how this will work from our side. Um, we've got the boys at the bar in the background. Let's hear you, boys. Yo, yo, yo. yo. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, yes. so I've got a massive uh, a list of top 10s from all of the boys. Um, the way it's worked is um, everyone gives me their top 10 and every player gets a mark for where they've been ranked by each player. So whoever finished first gets one mark, whoever finished second, two, et cetera, et cetera. So the player with the least amount of points essentially will be our greatest ever Premier League player. So we're going to work in reverse order, starting with the top tens and work our way up, shouting out each player and how well how well we kind of um, rate them in Premier League history. So what's funny actually um, is, the boys at the Vaba podcast, we all kind of agree in terms of who are the top 10 um, Premier League players. So we actually have only 11 players um, within this top 10. So we're all quite aligned, but where it's, it will get interesting is the order of players. So just to get started then, um, we're going to start off with the, the shout-out shout players who just didn't make it, um, but the players recognise their greatness um, and their kind of stand in Premier League history. So... Start off first in the, the blue side of Manchester. Fernandinho made the cut. Um, mm, interesting. In Chelsea, a uh, couple, couple people shouted out Makalele. Um, and then in Manchester again, a couple people shouted out Carrick. Um, mm. So actually, just, just going off first of all with Carrick United, boys. What yeah. do you guys think him not making top 10? I understand why he didn't, but I do think... He Carrick holds a special place in a lot of my United um my United nice. fans, man. I think he's very he's definitely the definition of player that that goes under the radar in it because of what he done and what he but what he achieved in the game and um the fact that he he, he I wouldn't say he replaced um but he walked into a United team which was which were winners and I think that's sometimes harder um to come into a team which are a bunch of winners uh, and still have your own your own space within that team. Um, so yeah, shout out Carrick, man. I've, he's honestly one of my favourite United players um, since I've been a fan anyway. Press? Yeah, great, a graceful footballer, man. I think that's the word that I'd use to describe him. Um, uh, you know, fleet of foot, um, probably deceptively so. Um, could break lines for fun. I mean, his passing ability was uh, tremendous. Um, could find a, a killer pass, could find a pass to, to release the attackers. Um, and yeah, just had just had a great eye for a pass, man, um, and fit, fit well into uh, the winning formula that we had at United for many years. So yeah, always got us like like I said, special place in my heart, man. If you're Spanish, yeah. you'd have a more flowers, personally. Caratinio. Yeah, bro. I can't agree with you about that because you couldn't. it's just the generation. No, no, no. It's not even about him being at Man United. It's just the players that were ahead of him, which obviously we'll touch on. 
um, were just elite as well. So it's not. No, but I, I really was. like what I really like what Char said. It's um, this probably list of players who didn't make the top ten. They're the ones who go under the radar. So everyone appreciates how good they honorable are. Honorable mentions. Exactly. Yeah. And and just just as the last on, honorable mention, actually, who I wanted just to briefly cover, Shalom. You shouted Santi Cazola and that would I genuinely love that as a shout because in, in Premier League history, he's honestly one of my favourite aesthetic players. Left foot, right foot, yes. takes corners, each side. Just just delve into Santi, man. Give him his flowers. Yeah, I think um the Prem lost we just lost the the time to to just you know revel in Santi Cazola due to his injuries. So it was a shame. Um, but what can I say? You've already covered it. Left foot, right foot. Um, his his balance is so hard to t- take him off the ball. Was it um, Gary Neville that said you couldn't get a ball in um, in the telephone boot? That if he was in yeah, the telephone boot, so you're not good, getting man. a ball off him. It was just so good. Um, yeah, um, there's not not much I can say apart from that. That he was just a complete midfielder, in my he opinion. Was, he was generally one of the first. Well, not maybe the first or such. Maybe I was just maybe wet behind the ears or such. But he was definitely one of the first players I actually stood up to think, bro, he's actually two-footed, like, generally yeah. speaking. Like, yeah. I, I'll genuinely, I've said this numerous times, he's probably the most two-footed player, player I've, I've ever seen. Yeah. I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. I'm, I'm the dexterous. Did, wasn't there like something ridiculous where he scored like a free kick with both feet at the same time? Yeah, the same game or some stupid yeah. something mad like yeah. that. Yeah, no, I think for for me the the moment that would always like live in my life is that FA Cup final that free yeah, kick. Yeah, against Hull. Oh, yeah, when so we oh, needed. Oh my god! And Tosin <laughs> was there as well when that happened. I can remember that clear's day. I literally oh, yeah. hugged Tosin when that ball went in. <laughs> uh, shout, shout out Santi man, yeah. um, and shout out the other players, but. Yeah, let's get cracking, man. So, top te- top 10, starting at number 10. We're going to start in Red Manchester, man. Straight up, uh, the Irishman. The uh, seven times Premier League winner, five times Team of the Year, um, 2,000 football writers uh, play of this year and 2,000 fans play of the you year. Know, Roy you know. Keane. United <laughs> fans, give him his flowers, man. man. Chris, man, you can have this one. Yeah, I think, to be honest... I don't think Roy Keane got enough appreciation for his football and football. That's abilities. my point. Yeah, man. I think, I think people. Yeah, go on. Go on. Yeah, I think people kind of. He, I mean, and yes, that was a, a prominent part of his game. You know, as a dogfighter. You know, he didn't take nonsense, um, and he was, you know, very physical and a very aggressive midfielder. But in terms of his actual footballing ability and his ability to carry the ball. Um, his ability to find a pass, and he was just—he was an—he was a neat and tidy centre midfielder, yeah. and there wasn't really anything in terms of ability that he could not do. Um, but yeah, he, on top of that, he was of course a leader, um, uh, a great leader in our midfield, and yeah, I've got, I've got n- enough time for him as a footballer. Enough time. Do, for do him. you know? Do you know what's funny about Keane? So looking through the list between ten, nine, and eight, and seven. Sorry, that there's not really much to split them, but. With Kino, he never made it higher than eighth in any anyone's list. So he's kind of ten, nine, eight across the board of where. So it feels like ten is around the. I think that's the due right to footballing reasons. List. It's it's kind of touching on what Perez said. I think that's because a lot of people didn't really realize how good he was actually as a footballer, which is probably a compliment to him that he's probably known more for his leadership skills than he is a, as a footballer. Um, I think mm-hmm. when you look back on what Roy Keane was like as a as a footballer. Um, so yeah, it's probably a compliment to him. However, I think when obviously we delve into some of the other players, you 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 start justifying why maybe he wasn't 
in terms of actually like a baller um, mm. comparison to maybe some of the others. Um, I'm surprised he's 10th to be honest because he wasn't 10th for me. Yeah, but anyway, let's move. So working nicely again, uh, we're still in Manchester, but the blue side. This one really surprised me. And at wow. number nine, we have David Silva at nine. So 60 goals, 93 assists, six oh, most Premier League assists, um, only one player in the in this list above him. Um, I'm going to give this one to Tabo, man. Um, me and you have him at five on our list and everyone else kind of has him at nine, ten, eight. Speak about David, man, the um, Merlin, man. That's what we call him up north. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm surprised that he's actually um, that low in the list um, at number nine. And um, I mean, he changed um, City. He changed sort of... Well, came in and gave City that that new life, should I say, of football. And man, I don't think there's ever a season where we never would talk about David Silva in the Premier League as being one of the best players. So yeah, very surprised that he's um, that low. But then again, um, I guess individually, maybe he didn't do enough to always capture people's yeah, with the moments. He was more of the, wow. the team player. No, I kind of agree. And that's why I think he's kind of this low, but there's there's always that one iconic moment, and United fans, I think you know what which one I'm six gonna cover. Six one, exactly. That that, uh, volley, that, volley, that the pass. volley pass, yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Oh, even the reverse pass. Was that to Jacko? The reverse yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. No, oh, that, that hurts still. <laughs> <laughs> that one hurts still. <laughs> the way Steven is kissing his teeth, yeah, I can no, hear no, it. No, no, that pass just broke the spirits of yeah. all the fans, man. Like I know when I saw the pass, I knew. <laughs> Back <Bro>. go. <laughs> but just the tackers, the the cut, the spin, and oh, yeah. I, I think he entirely. he's the definition of the pass before the assist, isn't it? In a yeah. sense, I think that's where I think that's where he probably yeah. because when you think about him as a player, you don't really you, you, you can't really bring up stats because yeah, I think that, it doesn't do him justice. Yeah. And then the craziest part is he's still sick most assists in Premier League. Yeah, so man, exactly yeah. what you're saying, he had, he had the pass before the the assist, but yeah. Shout out David Silver, man. A wonderful, wonderful player. And same again. We're staying in Manchester. And you guys can kind of guess where this is. And there was literally a vote to separate um, eighth place. And we go to Yaya Torre. So three Premier League, 62 goals, 32 assists. Steven, man. So in this list, a couple of people kind of had him between seven and ninth. But you had him the highest at five. Um, Speak about Yaya. Bro, I don't care what anyone says. For me, I know everyone says, oh, it's one standalone season, I doubt, but bro, that season, That's I don't crazy. think man actually deep what the guy was doing. That Aston, bro, the Aston Villa game when he picked up the ball and he <laughs> ran past a yeah, whole team. He he deep it. It. Like, yeah. And he bagged. And then the thing is, like, he scored. Like, he, he put it bin. Nah, that guy for that season, just because of that season, and I think not even necessarily just that season, but I think everything that sort of transpired from that period of time for Man City, um, I think for me, he's he's got to be top five in it because I don't think any player, obviously, don't even understand this Premier League top 10, and you can't really go by sort of standalone seasons, but I don't think any player in that list hit the heights that Yaya did in that season. And that's why for me, he has to be, he has to be top five. Uh, anyone else on Yaya? I mean, I, I had him at six. And for me, it was just the sheer physicality of the bloke. Madman. 
I can't remember someone that was genuinely like I'd say Pogba now, but it was just genuinely that athletic. Like, he covered ground like there was no tomorrow, but yeah, he got yeah, yeah, it right. up. At his size as well, it was a bit scary, yeah. Bro. And then he's still curling it top bins on free kicks. Do you remember when he had that period when he had the free kick period when he just put it bins every time? Every free kick just went bins. Uh, He took away the the Premier League away from Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. He took it away. suffers from the problem of A, his exit. That's probably what's brought down a bit. Everyone's just fought that opinion. B, I think Charlie did almost the longevity. Like we're yeah, going to go 100%. But there is just players with longer on their CV, which maybe isn't the best way to discuss it. But yeah, like Yaya was, Beast is an understatement. Yeah, man. Like, Unbelievable agreed. player. Unbelievable man, player. Sh- shout out Uncle Yaya, man. Like, wonderful, wonderful player. And going into number seven, this one as well is kind of surprising for me. I had him uh, at six. Tosim had him at six. Tabo had him at six. Mitch at six. Shalom. At, uh, at five, and we're going at Cesc Fabregas. Um, fi- 50, 50 goals, 111 assists, which is second most assists in Premier League history. Two yeah. Premier League titles to his name. Tavo, Cesc Fabregas. Man, um, okay, not mad at it at completely, to be fair. We all know what Cesc did, um, did at Arsenal, and then when he came back uh, at Chelsea as well, I mean, won the Premier League top assists. Yeah, um, not much I can say. Like he's just an elite player, man. Do you, do you, quick question because it's it, it, yeah. I'm talking about Cesc just reminds me a lot of what the toast conversation we had a few times about Cesc. Do you think he suffers from the fact he hasn't got a, like a, the strongest legacy at one club? Do you yeah, reckon if he did? Jake, first. Jake, what about you? How, where do you put Cesc? I put Cesc at ten. I can see how I probably rate him a bit lighter. Yeah. But for me, it's just the fact that I think of Cesc and obviously an amazing passer. He drove Arsenal so brilliantly and at Chelsea, he was part of that season where it just clicked so brilliantly. But for, I can't get over the fact they left you in his prime. Yeah. That for me, it just, it does take away from him. I know obviously he went home and I can completely appreciate it. But you just lose the prime. Imagine a prime. Well, then do you, do, you, do you not think that as a, almost a credit to himself of where, despite leaving, I think, for three seasons, he's still the second most Premier League assist? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and, crazy. On, and, and on that basis, he should be at least top five, oh, in my yeah. opinion. On that basis, yeah, yeah. No, I, alone. I, I, yeah, I can, I can see. Look, yeah, I think I definitely undercut him a bit by putting him 10, but I do think he suffers from the fact that he hasn't got that. Yeah, the home. I, will, I will forever let the goal of Andre Scherler against Burnley in the first game. Oh my god, like no look, just tapped it through the whole fence, and Scherler looked like he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's one of the goals. Course. Yeah, that was unbelievable. That was, that was a joke. In the league. Like, oh my that god, that was wizardry, man. Nah, shout out Fabregas, a wonderful, wonderful player. And we're gonna stay in Chelsea and. We're going to go to a player who's probably the most universally loved player in Premier League history. Oh and we're my going, days. Ungolo, Ungolo, Kante. That, Shout I... out him. <laughs> so on, in this list from a Baba point of view, um, there was a couple of eight sevens, eight nine, but I think that the person who kind of cowpoted Kante above Fabregas, Yaya and Silva is Andrew, who had him at three. Um, what? Wow. Yeah, That's you had him at the top three. ludicrous, man. <laughs> that, that Andy. Stop <laughs> Kante, man. Um, yeah, to I mean, be fair, oh, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was no, just going to Liverpool. I mean, I love N'Golo Kante. Like, 
it's I've, I've said it before on the pod, but obviously we all talk about its ability to cover space, right? What's the running joke? 70% of the earth is covered by water, the rest is by Angolo Kante. <laughs> but it's the sheer intelligence that he has. On yeah. the he, like, not only does he know where the ball's going to go and gets there, but you never really ever see him lose the ball. Stupid. Lose the ball, yeah. No, no. He knows where his players are and he knows how to play and it's such an underrated part of his game. And the season of Sari where we wasted him at an eight, like going forward, still pains me because it was just, there was no need. Just let him be that defensive terror like Tuchel yeah. has. And but yeah, he's a fantastic player. But for me, I even think he's a bit over here. Like to say he's a better Premier League centre mid than Cesc Fabregas. Yeah. That mad. doesn't sit right with but me. But you see like, that's bias. Recency bias. Recency bias. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, yeah, Kante, yeah, Kante is a strange one for me because I do think when it's all said and done, when he's out of the league, he, he's going to be rated probably a lot more than what people because he's in terms of sort of worldwide recognition, he's probably going to be known as the best DM ever. Yeah, yeah, I that's agree. my yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I do think, think he's yeah. actually going to be known as that. So I think it's more a case. I think people look at him as like just he has to be one of the best because he's in terms of like worldwide recognition. He, you know what I mean? He's just known as that. Um, but yeah, in terms of the Premier League player, yeah, I, I agree with with Drake in that sense. I don't, I think it's it's difficult to put him ahead of other players just because of longevity, which I don't think yeah. is right, but it is it's true. Shout out Golo Kanta, man, yeah. um, a wonderful person off the pitch and a fantastic player on it. And keeping it moving, we're now delving into the actual top five. So this is where the <laughs> scrapping degrees begins between people. Oh, so you, you'll you'll separate the, the the best of the best and. We're going to Manchester at number five. We're going at the <laughs> eleven-time Premier League champion. Oh my god! Hundred and seven <laughs> goals, fifty-five assists. Um, in our list, so there was um, a bit of separation between um, fifth and fourth. But we had Stephen who had him as third. Andrew had him as second, and then kind of the others: uh, Jake fifth, Tabo, Shalom, Mitch at four. So fifth kind of. Feels about right. Um, that Andy Steven, is on, a bro. criminal man. That's a second. Stephen, over uh, to you, man. Bro, the gin, bro, sport, the, 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 the brain of the thing is, people need to recognize it. Yeah, that's the that Man United team for that, the sort of that decade, probably. Yeah, was the greatest Premier League team ever, like in terms of like. Doing it, we probably we won the league back to back to back, and at the heart of that, the brain of that team was Paul Scholes. Like the, 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 people need to recognize that we actually he actually retired with an eye injury. Yeah, he came back and man won the league for us. Do you not? Do you, he, like, he scored a, the most decisive goal in that season against City away. Yeah, people need to recognize what Paul Scholes was for the United team. And I feel like because he doesn't come with that pretentiousness of like the stardom. People almost like you almost look at him and be like, oh, yeah, nah, he was good, but he wasn't. He wasn't. Do you know, do you know, just from my personal point of view, in terms of pushback on scores of where he feels about right for me personally, but he never had. If, if, I, if I asked you to name his standout and his best season, you'll struggle, right? But What's it's, his it's, best it's, it's consistency, though. He never dropped below. Uh, when did he ever see consistency? It was consistency yeah. season after season after season after season, bro. That's the, that's for me, that's more. Of the, and that's why, like, he's higher than than where Yaya is to me because it, it's it's harder to, to do it season after season after season than than just doing that one big standout season. And that's and then why if you see the top the the four above him, 
you'll say exactly the same and then you'll be able to pinpoint their best season. Bro, That's anyway, let's get to that. Let's, let's get to the, the uh, mercy side because I've got things to say about, about that, brother. Honestly, I need to hear Yeah, it. I need to hear this, the rest of it, because, <laughs> boy, the fact that man are saying scores um, at five, madness. Madness. <laughs> so we're going to go up four, man. And this one, it's it's really hard to argue against that we're going to go into North London. We're going to go think- to the uh, second most team of the year nomination, three times Premier League. Patrick. 31 goals, oh, 34 Patrick. Patrick was better than Scholes. Oh my God. Player of the year, 2001, Patrick Vieira. Tolson, discuss, man. Hey, man. Like for me, Patrick is number four, isn't it, man? So this is it's perfect that he's actually four on this list as well. I can't say enough about my skipper, my captain. The man will crunch you, collect the ball cleanly, and mm. then leave the break for Perez, Lundberg, Burkamp, Henri, take your pick. I mean, this guy could do everything in the midfield, didn't it? And he brought so much passion, so much aggression. Like, honestly, Patrick Vieira, I've always said it, Patrick Vieira and Steven Gerrard in the middle of the park, they're gonna scoop the ball but they're gonna leave something on you and they're gonna stand up and just spread spread the ball quickly like patrick Vieira, don't, top four don't forget the vix no man don't forget the vix bro yeah, the vix on the chest even the united bro. fans when i was young boy man had to even when i wasn't if i didn't struggle to breathe bro i'd still have the vix there. <laughs> <laughs> now prez over to you what do you think paddy Vieira? yeah i mean i think where, where did you have him by the way prez no, my list, I didn't uh, get a listing in time, but um, just just to, to talk on Paddy as a player, I feel like um, Toast covered him perfectly in terms of his strengths. Uh, such a lengthy, uh, a lengthy player that was hard to get the ball off, you know, yeah. shades of, you know, if we, if we compare him to a modern day football, Jake's already touched on the likes of Pogba, but, um, you know, hard to get the ball off, rangy footballer. You think you've got away from him, then he stretched his legs like Mr. Armstrong yeah. to win the ball back. Um, Do you hear what Reiki was saying about him though? Like he always finished the game playing him and have like some injuries or some sort of bumps and bruises because he literally just he was just that awkward him, player. Yeah. yeah, he'd leave a bit on you, man. And yeah. he, he's a he was a battler and, and yeah. he, he had the grace and technique to go with it as well. So yeah, fantastic footballer for real. Now a great, great player. Paddy Vieira, shout out him. Um so now we're going into the top three and there's for me, definitely, it's the right order and the right players into the top three. For third, we're going to Manchester and yeah, we're going to, to Kevin to De Bruyne. 42 goals, 78 assists, three-time Premier League winner and only the third player in Premier League history to win back-to-back player of the yeah. years. Let's go into it. So there's there's one one person, Shalom, had him as the greatest Premier League sentiment. <laughs> Shalom, oh, come on, brother. That. Listen, on 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 skills alone, those guys can't talk to KDB. Facts, they can't hey. talk to him. They, they, they honestly, they honestly yeah. can't. Ability, yeah, yeah. And ability. Yeah, they can't talk to him. So that's why he's the greatest for me. That's I had it. my second to be honest. I'm not mad at third or first to be honest. That's why he's the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gerard or Lampard might have this, might have that. But when, but when you're building a, a team. And you want a CM, 
You put in KDB. Don't cap. Wait. So Absolutely. where is that? If we're at a free, where is that? That's that Scouse merchant. Where is that brother? Car. Oh, if I see let's him, just focus on KDB. Let's, oh, focus, let's give KDB his flowers, Prez. Yeah, crazy footballer. I mean, this modern era of the Premier League. I feel like you know you'd struggle to name um, any above him uh, as a, as a centre mid. I mean, out of the the two retired players that we know will toss it up for one and two, which you'll share with us in a minute. I mean, the one, the ones that have come below him, you can't really argue against, against his position at third, man. The guy, uh, he's got everything. He's everything. got everything as a footballer. I think um, his, his crossing ability is something that is, has been compared to with, with the likes of Steven Gerrard, because we all know what a great crossword of ball Steven Gerrard was. And, I, I would struggle to to pick one of the two. In terms, I would I would probably pick KDB if I had to. In terms of ability to cross the ball, yeah, man. and find find the player that he wants to find. Yeah, KDB is just a nutter in that regard, man. He's going <laughs> honestly all. like I call KDB Geppetto in it, man, because that Donny pulls the strings. Like f- football is an eleven-a-side game, but yeah. to have one player have such impact on a team is just, it's just unbelievable it's just unheard of man like when KDB is like at his best he's, he's such a precise man. player that's one thing I love him he's like Terminator playing football so I think, precise I think what's telling about KDB is that in it probably a course of a season I'd probably say 80% of games he's the best player on the park so I think agreed yeah, agreed I think agreed. yeah you nah. gotta give him what, what, is, what is missing for him to get to that number one spot at the moment Time. The Premier League, it's not longevity. that. What, what is yeah, it? To me, to me, it's definitely it is, yeah. longevity. It's of time, when, when it's all said and done, I think you'll mm. probably end up potentially like second player. most assists in the Premier yeah. League history. Maybe mm. just Pip uh, says Fabregas, but in terms of ability, I agree with kind of Shalom and Prez of where there's not many better, man. Absolute wonderful, wonderful player. Um, yeah, shout out Kevin De Bruyne, man. A wonderful player. Um, now let's get into the top two. This <laughs> is where... It's been debated and I think the debate will never end till, till thy kingdom comes. And at two, we have the player with 177 goals, 102 assists. Oh, wait, you man put him second? I'm done. You man now finish me. The three-time <laughs> Premier League winner. Oh right. my god! I need, I, need, I need the recount, please. I need yeah, I need a recount because that's a that's a joke. That is a joke. Let me perfect. let me you show you the, the count. We have one, two. Only two people actually had Frank Lampard at number one, and that is Stephen and Andrew. Everyone else had him at second or at third, and yeah, even yeah. Andrew had him at six. Drake, where did you have Lampard him? At six. I, I, yeah, I oh, had him at first. Now, Jake and Stephen at one. Everyone else had him at second or third. And then Andrew had him at six. Yeah, so okay. Even if Andrew put him at second, it wouldn't have changed um, number one. But let's let's be calm. Andrew's a criminal. gender merchant. He's a criminal. I told you, boys, he can't be objective. But if I speak... Let's speak about Frank Lampard. Jake, how good is Frank Lampard? Frank Lampard to me is the best. Like, let's just consider, right? Can you say the goals one more time for me? He had 177 goals and 102 assists. I don't understand. Not as number 10, you know, as a central midfielder. Can I just say something? Oh, God. Kenna, 
when we used to watch football and you you, you see a cross yeah or a pullback when you Bro. see a pullback right now when I watch a modern game and I see a pullback and no one is there to finish that off I'm almost almost always begging to say Frankie like Lampard, Lampard yeah. would have 100%, been there man. Yeah. all the time yeah. you know it's always there oh, yeah. Well, yeah. one of my favourite players man adding on to that can you say the assists again for me, please? Bro, what, what else do you want from man? Oh my days! Be oh. good on goals. The game is literally played to score as many goals as possible. Oh, and Frank Lampard, well, one hundred and seventy-seven of them in the net himself. And then created. Oh my god! Two. What like? Right. I bear in mind he didn't take corners and that like that. Just just bear that in mind, didn't it? Understand why. <laughs> people would put Gerard first. Like, I've always said this about the Lampard versus Gerard debate. I can see why you'd put Gerard first. I'm never going to argue against Steven Gerrard. But Frank Lampard is just... He was fucking brilliant. He was... Yeah. Ah, wonderful. A wonderful, the, wonderful dictionary player. definition of arriving the box at the right time. Bro, listen, when you're... Even to this day, yeah, when you're a kid growing up and you have that sort of that golden touch in it where you can sort of write, you're still being compared to Frankie Lampard. You're still to this day. And it's all, it's going to be like that from the, for a very long time. Yeah. Like what, what that, that guy used to do in terms of football. I feel like you're not going to see that again. You're not going to see someone that can get that many goals in season after season after season. You're not going to see it. On this is that when, so we just compared KDB to Gerard, right? Exactly. That's what I'm about to say. Comparison. I completely understand that. Who can you compare to Lampard? Who? Not one person's come close. Not one. Now, Frank Lampard is, a, to me, genuinely a unique, unique player. And his, his ability to arrive late will probably... He, he'll be the textbook player to arrive late. So I couldn't speak any higher of Frank Lampard. And similar to Jake, I'll never argue with anyone who puts Frank Lampard first. And it comes down to preference rather than his... Um, does he still, does he still hold player. the record for, for most goals in a season by a centre midfielder? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty, twenty, one, twenty-two goals or something. Twenty-two, I think it was. Oh nine, ten, Jake. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, no. yeah. 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 yeah, and he won the Premier League. Just saying, but carry on. Now, nah, nah, wonderful <laughs> player. So, yeah, it's that time, lads. Um, it's time to get your flowers out. Uh, we're gonna Riminals. go to Anfield. We're gonna go. Criminals! Oh my god. And we're going to Steven Gerrard with 120 goals, 92 assists, eight times team of the year, um, captain, leader. Tosin, Steven Gerrard. Man, honestly, you could get you could get monologue toast in it for me to talk about <laughs> Gerrard, didn't it, man? But let me just say that Gerrard is absolutely everything you would want out of a footballer <laughs> in the middle. There's no point. There's no I'm point. sorry, man. Like Gerrard, so Gerrard had a skinhead, fug, hard tackle error. He had a shoot from 25 yards out error. He had a, I'm going to carry my team on my back error. There's nothing this guy has not done in the Premier League. He's done the counting I always say it's her, the best goal scorer for Liverpool. Oh my God. I, I say this about enough. Steven Gerrard, yeah. Just, to, just like, I think he, he had to be that player for Liverpool. He had to be. He had to be the Mr. Everything because he that's the team he supported, team he grew up in. And don't get me wrong, I'm not taking that away from his ability because he still had to d- deliver that and he'd done it. 
But th- that should, I feel like when you think about Steven Gerrard, you just think about the clips of where he's winning. The, like, do you know the, like the, the 30, 40, the 30 yard goal, the 30 yard goal against West Ham, FA Cup final. You're thinking about like the Champions League header. You're thinking about all these, these clips, these I- iconic moments. Because, but I, I feel like I need to remind people because he had to do that because at, at Liverpool. What does that but mean? I, 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 yeah, no, I'll, I'll because, argue the opposite way, um, Stephen. I'll argue the opposite way of where it's quite simple for me. Of Gerard came through of if we all agree the greatest almost Premier League centre mid era of all time, and it may ne- never come around again. Of this list of players, Gerard played tough. against I think every single one of them, and he won eight times Team of the Year, which is the record for any player. Of where every single season he played sixteen seasons in the Premier League, and half of them. His teammate said, his um, colleague, sorry, said, you are the best centre midfielder in this league eight times. So <laughs> that, I think, speaks volumes in itself. <laughs> There's no point, man. You can't sit at his table when it comes to centre mid. I'm sorry. Yeah. So for me, this, I like Lampard is a certain number two. But for me, Lampard can never be number one when Gerard exists. I'm sorry. It, it just <laughs> can't happen. It can't happen. This is this is a man who played for Liverpool Football Club who were unable to win a league title and he's still the best centre midfielder the Premier And he still didn't win the league. He still didn't win the league. Steven, that speaks volumes. Listen to this. There's no amount of goals here. No no offence to Frank Lampard. There's no amount of goals that Frank Lampard has to score to overtake Gerald. It's just impossible right now. Like, it's just... I think it's nuts. I think the way we the way we rate football is it's all well and good and then what? Just because Steven Gerrard scored bangers all the time. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's, on, not, it's not even that. I think if you kind of put together in terms of skill set and exactly what Tolson said, there was nothing on a football pitch Steven Gerrard could not do. Not, not what, one what, skill. What on a football pitch that Lampard couldn't do? Bro, he wasn't Lampard as good didn't as a have the defensive He's not a great passer. He's not a great passer. He's not a great passer. He wasn't He's as good as, as, as Gerrard. He's Long and short passes. Right. No, no. Let's, let's back up for a second. That's a problem. Because he... Don't disrespect Lampard as a passer, man. Bro, I don't understand what you men are saying here. Because I go back to my point originally. Because DVG had to be Mr. Everything for Liverpool. That's irrelevant, bro. No, of course it's not relevant. Because Lampard didn't have to be Mr. Everything for Chelsea. But he was. Here we're talking about his actual ability. It's not about the yes, moment. No, I mean, no, you, no, 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 because no, you, no, 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 you just mentioned, you just, you just mentioned ability-wise that he could do this, yeah. he could do that because he yeah. had to. Lampard no, never, never Lampard, never, Lampard played against good, played with play, players that done the, the defensive stuff. So, it's, it's, so you can't, you, you can't use that as a judgment yeah. because, because it's, it's irrelevant. Can't, Lampard was the best player in the Chelsea team, but he played with, a team full of full of winners, full of champions. And Gerard didn't, so of course he had to well, do that's more. fair, and that's that fair. But like, like I'll always refer to, the, his colleagues voted, and they voted Steven Gerrard as eight times team of the year, despite him never winning the league. And as Tabo said, that kind of speaks volumes of Steven Gerrard. So and let's, and I, let's I, I run think, through the list, man. So at no, number ten, we consistency ha- as a. Um, as an argument for skulls, then give the give Gerard the same props because he was consistent throughout his whole career from a seventeen year old lad until he retired. So was Lampard. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> rounding up and going through our list of top ten greatest Premier League players, we have Advarba Podcast number ten Roy Keane, number nine David Silva, number eight Yaya Torre, number seven Cesc Fabregas, number six Ngolo Kante, number five Paul Skulls. Number four, Patrick Vieira. Number three, Kevin De Bruyne. Number two, Frank Lampard. And at number one, Steven Gerrard. 
I'd like to thank all the listeners to um, for listening to, to us today. Um, we're going to be doing more of these because, as you can see, the boys get really passionate about topics <laughs> like this. And hopefully going forward, we'll have a, a little bit less of bias in our, in our voting. But thank you very much. Um, as always, um, tune in to our future episodes. Um, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, Barbar Bar Podcast. And that is us. We're out. Peace. 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 Yeah, Hey, hi.